Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome everyone. This is Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show. And you're listening to bizradio.us, all entrepreneurs, all the time. We'll be joining my guest right after my two-cent marketing minute. You've heard me mention StoryBrand before, and you'll hear it again. StoryBrand is a storytelling marketing framework that helps businesses clarify their message and connect with their customers on a deeper level. It helps businesses to build deeper connections with customers, and it increases sales, One of the main tenets of StoryBrand is that your customer is the hero of his or her own business journey, not you. You are the guide like Yoda and Obi-Wan were to the hero Luke Skywalker. When you understand this, you will establish a solid connection with potential customers and draw them to you. And their marketing message will be so much better too. My guest today, Tom Van Dyke, is a fractional chief growth officer for solopreneurs. After 19 years as a pastor, he launched his marketing business and he grew it to six figures in his first year. Already a passionate storyteller and accomplished communicator, Tom is certified as a story brand guide to leverage the power of storytelling for his clients. He thinks it's almost criminal that brands would spend thousands on visual branding while neglecting their brand message and their voice. Tom knows marketing, but he loves family and is a foster and adoption advocate. It is impossible to get to know him without hearing about his wife and seven kids. They are the reason he built his business. When Tom gets tired of marketing, he writes books. He's a published author and illustrator with his children's book appearing on Hockey Night in Canada and NHL.com. The Winnipeg Jets sponsored his latest book, which he co-wrote with NHL goalie Connor Hellebuyck. I don't know if I said that right. Connor Hellebuyck. Uh, say, say that again, please. Hellebuyck. Hellebuyck. There you go. That's quite a name. Welcome to the show, Tom. <laughs> Thanks very much. I know I have a simpler name than Hellebuck, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. And so do I. I mean, my name is two four-letter words. So Brilliant. there you go. <laughs> well, if you would, please tell our listeners what it is that you do. Well, thanks. And thanks, Hank, for having me. It's great to be uh, on the show with you and your listeners. Um, so um, I used to be, uh, maybe I'll just 
say a little bit, uh, I used to be primarily copywriting. And what I found out uh, as I was doing marketing for people is that they really needed more than just the right message. There's two things that we need to acquire uh, clients. We need to have the right message at the right uh, in front of the right people. We need to get in front of the right people with the right message. That's what you need to acquire clients. So I had been really good at preparing the message. I used StoryBrand Framework to do that. I had not been as good at um, the um, getting in front of the right people. So now I consider myself a business consultant and um, I work with clients. I love working with other fractional service providers um, who are brilliant in their own lane, but often struggle to get in front of the right people with the right message. And I have a format that I take them through and it works really, really well. Um, So, you know, it, it sounds simple. It's not complicated, but it's not also easy to get it to get it done really, really well. Well, it's probably not quite as simple as it sounds, and uh, most <laughs> things aren't. And yet, some yeah. things are deceptively simple once you really understand them. Yeah, but it's wrapping true. your head around them that that that's what makes it. Uh, can you give us some inkling of what your formula looks like without actually, you know, giving away the farm? Oh, oh my goodness, Hank! I give away the farm all the time. I don't even care, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because. Um, I just figure the more the more you give, uh, the more you get. That is honestly how I live my life. So um, it's it's fairly simple. Um, you need you need to get your messaging done right. You need to have a promise that's compelling, and you need to learn to tell your brand story in a way that helps people to actually understand it. So the messaging part, you know, you get onto networking calls, and there will be this introduction round. And they'll say, introduce yourself, tell them, tell, tell the group what you do um, and who you'd like to meet. People go on and on and on and on. And they talk well past their 30 seconds because people don't know how to speak clearly about what they do. So that's the first thing we do is we work on getting that message really, really concise. That's part of the process. And I use the story brand framework to do that. The second part, though, is managing the people getting in front of the right people. And to do that, um, we work on three numbers. So the three numbers that I work on are 12, 24, and 120. And I'll explain what those mean. Keep in mind, the majority of the people that I'm dealing with um, have, have a fractional type business. They might be business coaches themselves or fractional CFOs, that kind of thing. Um, and so they don't need 120 clients, right? They don't need a huge amount of clients. Even myself, I, I'm I ha- I'm working towards 12 to 14 clients. That's what I need. So the first number is 12. You want 12 clients. And um, the way my uh, the way I teach clients to do this and the way my retainer works is I have a baseline retainer that increases as I bring revenue in to your business. So as I help you to become more successful, my value goes up, my retainer reflects that. 12 is the first number. You need 12 clients. The last number is 120. I'll go there next. You need 120 leads in your pipeline and you need to manage those leads. You need to talk. How do you get people from being a cold lead to a warm lead to being a hot lead to being a, you know, uh, a client. And what I do with, with my, with my coaching clients or my consulting clients is we screen share, we look at their pipeline and I say, that guy, how do we move that guy 
from warm to hot and then we write an email together so it's very granular what i do it's, it is a lot of it is a lot of writing and messaging i think the the hidden piece to the puzzle is that 24 24 is how many people you need in your affiliate pipeline these are people who serve the same client as you but serve them in different ways and you create an intentional relationship with them where you say, I'd love for you to be a source for me, and I'd love to be a source for you. And what I request of my of my source pipeline is that they send me four, um, four leads a year, just a year. Because if they send me four leads a year, and these are people who are ideal clients, and just one of them converts, I'll have 24 new clients, and I actually can't even handle that many. So the better you manage your source pipeline or your affiliate pipeline, however you want to call it, um, the better you're going to do. And it makes so much, it brings so much intentionality to your networking as opposed to just these frenetic referrals and introductions where you're meeting people who really are nice, but like they're not your ideal client. You start to actually meet people who there's intentionality behind the meeting. And I'm not kidding you. I have been doing this for very long. Uh, beginning of end of July is when I created my uh, affiliate network. It is filling my pipeline. I'm not kidding you. It is working brilliantly. And I'm able to send more intentional leads to other people as well. It's totally a reciprocal relationship. It's And so the my process is this. We get your messaging right through the StoryGram framework. And then we manage those three numbers, 12, 2420. Um, and that's, that is, that is essentially my process. <laughs> When you say your affiliate pipeline, you're speaking about like a mutual referral kind of network, right? You're not actually right. speaking about affiliate marketing programs where people... No. Okay. And that's a really important distinction. Um, affiliate marketing, um, I have not had any success with it, either either by um, joining an affiliate program or by offering an affiliate program. I've not I've not had a lot of success there. And so I call it affiliates, but really there's no there's no exchange of money there. There's no transaction other than we're top of mind for each other when we're referring clients. And I will tell you this. One of the brilliant things is like if you talk once you start talking to people, everybody knows like a dozen SEO guys, right? (laughs) Everybody has a dozen SEO guys. But what happens is when you say, okay, I'm going to go with this guy for that service or this business coach or this life coach, whatever it is. Or this attorney, what happens is when I find somebody who needs that service, um, I don't have to now spend all this time trying to figure out who do I refer to. I got my guy. I got my girl. You know, I I got the people that I refer to in that source pipeline, that affiliate pipeline, and it works very, very well. So it actually saves me a lot of energy as well. So you're saying we only need 24 people in our in our affiliate pipeline, and then they would give us four leads a year and we would give them four leads a year. Correct. Exactly. Or more. I mean, if you get more leads, you could give more more leads than 24. Right. I have super connectors. <laughs> I mean, they are just, they are just, they send me wonderful referrals. Um, but you know, what's interesting. I, I just sent an email this morning to a friend of mine who's also in a story brand guide. And I said, thank you for the, for the introduction to Don. Don, was uh, Don has been a client 
of mine already. So the introduction turned into a paid engagement. But Dawn has also sent me, oh, a dozen or more leads. And of those leads, a number of those people have become clients. So my friend who's a story brand guy, she introduced me to one person. And that one person was so strategic that I've now made, uh, I, I've, I've found many clients as a result. So I always tell people, when I when I do a networking call, look, I don't need more friends. We, we've got lots of friends. I don't need a pen pal. I need to build my business. That's what networking is about. Everybody I meet is one of two things. They are either my next client or they are the source of my next client. And that's how I view that. I tell people that I'm very transparent. I say, look, I'd love to work with you. Maybe you're my next client or maybe you know my next client. You're a source. Um, either way, there's tremendous value in this relationship. It's very rare um, that you meet somebody and there's no value there. True, because everybody knows people who are along different Absolutely. stages of the journey. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and I think when we stop trying to hold on to everything that comes our way and realize we sometimes can give or we often can give more value to people by making a really spot on referral to somebody who can help them, you know, because we really can't be all things to all people. No, we can't. You're right. Um, the truth is like, I will, if somebody wants to work with me, they don't have to fit my exact ideal client profile. Um, but if somebody's way out those lines, I know enough people out there that I can find. It's actually ethical. It's better ethics to say, I'm not the best fit for you. I know somebody who is like, I work primarily with solopreneurs. I don't typically work with businesses with, with employees. I have a few, um, but I know somebody, a business coach, that's what she does. She works with small business owners who have between 10 to uh, usually five to 20 uh, um, employees. Well, she's a better fit. You know, she understands uh, that world better than I do. So when we stay in our lane and aren't afraid to refer elsewhere, it, it's a better, it's better for everybody. And I'm really a firm believer that there is enough business for everyone. Uh, there, there just is. If you have a, if you have a product that answers an actual problem, there is enough work for everybody. We don't need to, we don't need to be selfish and hold it close. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that too. And I see the universe as being a place of abundance rather than scarcity. And that's why I have some very good relationships with people that traditionally might be considered competition. But I don't look at them as competition because there's a lot that we can all learn from each other. And at times we can just cross refer people to you, to each other. It's like you say, maybe this one isn't a great fit for me, but would be a great fit for you. You know, that right. kind of a thing. So, yeah, we're not competition. And I think that uh, that's a concept that I think is beginning to fade as things are changing in better ways. You know, everybody wants to look at us or, or look around and say, you know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And if you look at it that way, you'll see it that way. But if you look at the positive change that's going on in so many areas, and I think part of that is the fact that more and more people are beginning to look away from that common notion that that people are our competition instead of just being yeah. our our associates and, and our affiliates. Yeah, it is. 
it is kind of amazing. I have a love-hate relationship with manifestation, you know, mindset. But the re- there is some very deep truth there that when you expect people to treat you poorly, you will almost always find the people who treat you poorly. And when you expect beauty in people, you actually begin to see the world as a much more beautiful place. And I think that is that it's just a better way to live. It's it's just healthier um, across the board. It's healthier. Um, it is and more for, fun. It is for sure. My my one gripe with the manifestation mindset are those who take it at face value and think that just because they're thinking good things all day yes. long, like mana is going to come raining from heaven and, and shower right. them with gifts. But if you have that manifestation mindset and you have the dream and then you have a clear action plan on yes. which to achieve your dream, you've got a lot of the components that you need for success. You know, the dream without the action plan is nothing more than wishful thinking. But when uh, you've got it all together, you've got a powerful formula. Could not agree more with you. That is, that is exactly how I think of it too. You've got to put, you've got to put feet in motion. If you're going to, uh, if anything is going to happen around you, it's just not this passive reception. So, right. yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Well, you know what? This time is flying by, and uh, there's still a couple of things I want to ask you. So uh, you've set yourself up now as a business consultant using the StoryBrand fr- framework. Would you tell us a little bit about your role as a consultant? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, really what I do is I get down into the weeds with you. Um, I, I'm really, I'm a really big believer that a, a business consultant, there's lots of business coaches out there. I mean, tons. If you're with a business coach that is not actually increasing the value of your business. Now, I'm not saying like you could be with a mindset coach that's helping you with your mindset and it's not necessarily directly tied to ROI. I get that. But you need to be careful because business coaches and consultants need to actually increase your bottom line. And it's very scary as a consultant to say that because you have to have confidence that what you do actually works. You have to. But I do. I have confidence that I can help you increase your your bottom line. And that's and so one of the things that's really important is this ascending retainer model, where as I help you become more successful, that reflects in how much I get paid. That actually, what I love about that is it puts it puts me in your business, right? It, it gives me skin in the game, so to speak. And so that is a big part of what I believe in as a consultant. Um, the other thing is that we have spent far too much trying to be cute and clever in our marketing. And there is just no such thing as a magic bullet, a one size fits all. There isn't. So every time I get into, into an engagement with a new client, we it's a new choose your own adventure. And it's a ton of fun. Um, that's sometimes a little scary for people who really like the formula and the system. There are very, there's just some foundational things we have to get right. And then we get to pick our path. You know, if you want to live on Instagram, live on Instagram. Um, if you want to do LinkedIn, live, you know, there, there's better and worse strategies, but you got to pick your own path and then stick with it. Right, right. And then you need consistency in whatever path yes. you pick because, you know, exactly. you, if you dabble here and dabble there and then go that way and that way, you spin a lot of wheels. And um, I've heard it said quite frequently recently 
that activity is not necessarily productivity. So when you have a it's formula, so exactly. Yeah. Uh, is there one bit of advice you might give to businesses that are looking to uh, rebrand or or start a new brand or just yes. starting from scratch? Don't neglect your message. Mm -hmm. The way you sound, the way you sound is as important as the way you look. So if you're spending all this money on getting new colors and logos and fonts, you need to spend as much time thinking about your what are the words that you identify with? Um, you know, I, just as an aside, I'm constantly amazed. My business coach says the same things over and over and over and over again. And it's like, it, it feels redundant, but I'm starting to get it. And and he sounds the same. In other words, he doesn't. And when I read his posts on, on uh, LinkedIn, it sounds like our calls. It creates an expectation. When your messaging is right, and it's consistent and compelling, it creates an expectation in your customers. It actually self-qualifies them. If they don't like the way you sound, they won't do business with you. So when it should be that if they read messages, they attend a webinar, they get emails from you, when they get onto a call with you, there's no surprises. It's, no, it's not a bait and switch. It's like they know what they're getting. Plus, let's not forget, it is words that sell our services and products. It is words. It is messaging. That's, you can have a beautiful website that says absolutely nothing. That's right. Now, I remember. A, I, yeah. we're, we're, we're practically out of time. But I remember reading in StoryBrand about the painting company that wasn't get them, getting their message out. But I, I can't go there now. What I've got time for, Thomas, I'd love that if we could do this for another half hour, it'd be wonderful. Totally. But right now, if you would, please tell our listeners the best way to get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more about what you do. Well, let's connect on LinkedIn. That would be wonderful. Um, you can check out my website. It's TomVanDyke.com. Just notice that the Tom has an H and Van Dyke is spelt a little different. Um, so just make sure you get to the right place. I'm sure you'll see that in the in the show notes. Um, but TomVanDyke.com, you can get a hold of me there or check me out on LinkedIn. Just search my name and I'd love to connect with you and hear more. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. And to our listeners, tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on bizradio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business owners. You are not alone in the wilderness in your business. The Home Business Success Community has your back. We're an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Find me to, to find out more. Just go to uh, bizradio.us, click on Shows, find the Home Business Show with my photo, and you'll find all my contact information. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it. Tom has done it. And you can too. I'll see you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.